All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Good Hang episode 12. My episode name is John. Episode 12, I'm Nathan. <laughs> and apparently he's a pirate today. I am a pirate. Uh, <laughs> what's up, everybody? Uh, coming up, to you from Taipei, and John is coming to you from New York City. New York um, City. We're recording this episode remotely for the first time ever Yep. Um, for your listening pleasure because, you know, just because we are out of town doesn't mean we are out of your hearts. Never. Or out of your ears. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, hello, thank you. Basically, this is just me and Nathan catching up, talking about nerdy, nerdy things and having shooting a Shooting the shit. Just shooting the shit. Uh, so what did we talk about this week, Nathan? What did we talk about? So this week, we talked a lot about our recent travels, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, of course, we, we start off with the, the, the always popular, we read your shit. Really beautiful, heartwarming message this week. I liked it a lot. Yells. Um, yep. We also did a little mini-review of, not mini-review, we, we went pretty deep into Fantastic Four. Spoiler alert, they should have picked a different adjective. Like shitty four, <laughs> terrible four. Yeah. What the fuck happened to the plot for? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no news this week because we had to do a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, yep. Yes. Uh, but, but we, we had did... an extra long What You yes. Been Up To yes. travel edition. Travel edition. Yeah. Nathan talked yeah. about his adventures in Taiwan. And John talked about his uh, very, very fulfilling experiences in New York City. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, again, there's no um, check this shit out because we haven't had time to basically to check out the stuff. But we will get yeah. back on that segment next week. We yes. promise. But speaking about fulfilling, um, we went into this week's favorite thing, hamburgers. Favorite things. Hamburgers. <laughs> that was a good one. I love that. I'm, now I'm so hungry, even though I have a thing of general so's chicken now in yeah. front of me. Less warm than it was earlier, but still equally delicious. So I'm going to get back <laughs> to that. Yes. Um, so yeah, while John gets back to his chicken, get into episode 12, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for sharing. And have a good hang. Dude, you realize something for the first time, for the first time ever, mm-hmm. this is the first show where I no longer have the power to hit record whenever I want. Yeah. I don't do have f- that power anymore. Do you feel that lack of power? I know I've, that we're recording now because I record, I hit the record button. You know we're recording. I feel, t- I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm lacking this, this energy, this life force. Really? Uh, I, I, how how I, can we recreate said life force? I don't think we can, man. This is the first episode where we're actually starting at the same time, and you actually know we're starting. Oh, I always knew before. <laughs> I always knew. We sh- you we think ex- you're so smart, but you're not that smart. We should explain to the listeners why this is. Oh, why we so, are re- yes. why we've been able to record properly instead of yeah. you trying to trick me like an asshole. So, so, so it might seem like we are recording in the same room right now. Ooh, but yes, but ooh, no. It's not true because we are in different hemispheres, different continents, different countries, different towns, different zip codes, different area codes. It's all different. Through the magic of the internet, I am currently in Taipei, and John, you are? In New York. In New York City. Where dreams are made of. Next to an island that's long. How are your dreams doing over there? They're they're good. They're coming true. Yeah. I I miss New York so much. Isn't it so good, dude? I'm leaving here in like five hours, and I'm a little disappointed. You're leaving but in five? I, oh, where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to Alaska. Ah, oh, for the wedding. Got it. So like if, if um, whatchamacallit, if we record another episode remotely, I'll do one in New York and one in Alaska, and that will be crazy. <laughs> so if you missed out on previous episodes, John did mention before that uh, he is officiating a wedding in Alaska. 
Yep. Again, I don't know how the hell you managed to get that title, but I'll take your word for it. What, you think the Catholic Church doesn't trust me? No. <laughs> no, you did used to be an altar boy, a very cute altar boy. I did. Boy. I did. Yeah. Now they're just returning to the flock. Returning yeah, so if, to the if flock. if you need someone to officiate your wedding, you know, hit us up on email. Yeah. You know? <laughs> also, know. if you piss me off, I will marry you to whoever I want you to. But boom, you two are married. Fuck you guys. Can you what did you say about that? my mama? Boom, you're married to a turtle. Can you actually do that? Yeah, I, think, I assume so. In the great state of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> In the great state of Alaska, anyway. I think I am. Um, <laughs> dude, Um. so yes, hello there, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 oh of my God. Good Hang Podcast. If this episode were the number of months, I don't know, shit, I didn't think of one again. If this episode <laughs> was a baker's dozen, you'd be off by one, because a baker's dozen has 13. Did you know that, that Nathan? I did know that. Never made sense to me, but... Oh um, no no! I will tell you right. You don't know why it's called that. A baker's dozen. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. Is it because, okay. in case they mess up, they have like one room for error? That's exactly right. Because in Bam! Like, did you really not know that? Because that's exactly I, right. I did, did not know that. Because like in I, feudal England, if you ordered a dozen of I think eggs or something, and they didn't uh, give you a dozen, they would like chop your head off or some shit. Oh oh no no no! See what I thought was more mm-hmm. like room for error in terms of like oh I fucked up that cookie. Um, so uh, at least no, no, I have no. like one more. If, oh, I guess then I guess it wouldn't be eggs in it. It would be something to do with bread. Okay. If you ordered 12 rolls of bread from a baker uh, and you ordered a dozen and they gave you less, they gave you 11. Yeah. You would be like arrested. Oh, fun times. Yeah. Good time it's to like, live in. Medieval England sucks. Good time to live in. Actually, speaking uh, of medieval England, how are, you, how are you making any progress with our book of the month? I am making progress at the book of the month. Yeah. Um, I am consuming it orally once again. Um, <laughs> yeah. The A-U-R-A-L. Right, oral. right, right. Um, but yes, I am currently listening to the audiobook version of yeah. uh, that, of Off to Be the Wizard. Yeah. And I, how are you doing so far? Where are you? How far are you? Good in? times, man. Um, Pretty good, right? It's fun. It's so much fun. I am, I'm actually not very far in, like, but I am around the point where... Uh, he discovers that there are more like him. Ooh, okay, mm. so barely far at all. <laughs> Not very far along. Five pages but, in, maybe. Um, no, I, I finished it. I finished it on the plane, and I started the bitch. second book because I enjoyed it. Some bitch. So yeah, if if you guys are curious as to what we're talking about, we are doing a book club um, every month. Our first book was Ready Player One. You can check that episode out. Amazing. Um, three, four episodes back, um, and at the big at the end of this month. Uh, we're gonna be September sometime. Yeah, yeah, or like yeah, end of August slash beginning of September. We're gonna release the second episode of Good Hang Book Club, um, and it's gonna be covering "Off to Be the Wizard" by Scott Meyer. Is that his name? Yeah. Yep, that's right. And if you haven't got it yet, get it. It's cheap. It's a quick read. It's really fun. Really nerdy. It's like sci-fi. Not even sci-fi. I wouldn't even say sci-fi because it's not hardcore enough. But it's nerdy culture, pop culture meets medieval fantasy, and it's a wonderful marriage made in heaven. So I'd, say it, I'd, say, I'd say it's sci-fi-ish. Just yeah, I mean, it's sci-fi. It, it's light sci-fi. Yeah. Light, light-fi. 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 Yeah, so check that out. Um, guys, thank you so much for um, uh, listening, sharing, all that good stuff. So this next segment is dedicated to you guys. Our first segment, as always, we read your shit. Play that music. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask, because we read your shit. So, guys, thank you so much. Uh, We've been receiving tons of responses from you guys over Twitter, over Facebook, over the website, over email. I think that episode with Benjamin King has really brought in new listeners, huh? Getting a lot of new listeners, a lot of new responses, a lot of Twitter followers. 
Yes, uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, episode 11, we had our very first guest over, Benjamin King. And mm-hmm. um, he's not going to be our last guest. We have Oops. a bunch more planned. And if you guys have other guests that you think might be good for the show or people that you just want to find out more about, um, drop us an email, drop us yeah. a, tw- a tweet, a Facebook thingy. Just internet drop us, us a, basically. Drop us a twat. Yeah, inter- drop, internet twat, us, internet Good Hang Podcast. You should <laughs> be able to find us. Yep. Online. It's really easy. Facebook.com slash goodhang podcast. Twitter.com slash goodhang podcast. Goodhangpodcast.com. Contact at goodhang. Good po- you know what I mean. <laughs> there's, there's tons of ways to contact us. So if you ever, if you enjoyed our very first guest episode, mm-hmm. if you enjoyed that um, kind of medium, mm-hmm. uh, man, check that stuff out because um, I don't know. I just think this is a much better way to kind of engage. Um, the people that you enjoy material from and just get to know them better, get a different yep. point of view. And um, the best part is we're not famous enough that we don't respond. We respond to everything. <laughs> exactly. Everything. Exactly. So um, you message us, I promise we will message you back. Probably me because I love you more than Nathan does. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, Every everyone... The, the good responses all around of our first guest episode. I think people really enjoyed um, the long form interview format. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was it wasn't like you know it's not like radio or TV or these kinds of things where you know you're restricted to maybe like oh only two minute interviews, four minute interviews, and you have to ask these questions and you have to promote this, 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 and this. Um, you know, we just got Ben in. Yeah, stop talking about how good we are. They get it. <laughs> it, it. It's not so much how Descri- good we are. It's, describing it's, how awesome we are. No, no, it's, I, I'm, 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 no, I get you. I'm pimping out the medium, you know. The I think medium it's itself, such, that's right. Yes, it's a magical medium podcasts. where there's just no restrictions. We were able to talk about whatever the hell we wanted to. Yep. And we got into a lot of really interesting topics, like yep, things yep. that I didn't think we were going to get into. Of course um, not. So if when you the, guys are the, interested. When the flow is free and you're free flowing, then stuff just happens, man. Yeah, so if you guys but are anyway. interested in that, check it out. <laughs> and of course, yeah, we talked about all those different mediums, but my favorite still remains always our Facebook reviews because Facebook reviews are iTunes, precious. iTunes, iTunes. I, what did I say? Facebook? iTunes yes. reviews are precious <laughs> snowflakes, and I love them. Uh, actually, people have been telling me that they've written reviews. I've heard three, four, a couple people say they've written reviews to iTunes, and it's not showing up. I really don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know why it is. It sucks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email... I know Steve Wozniak can say what's going on, but Curse in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, uh, here is a review from Psycho Newt of uh, comma Michaela exclamation point, and actually she wrote this into a, an American account. Like we know Michaela, we know she's from Singapore, but I don't know. She wrote this in an American iTunes. Okay, this is a long one. So strap in, ready, Nathan? <laughs> strap it in. <clears throat> Hello, John and Nathan. I just dis- I just listened to your Benjamin Kang episode, and I've got to say, the lack of segments and the way the conversation was so free-flowing made me feel like I was listening to one of my best friends, uh, listening in on my best friends having a conversation, despite the fact that I was listening to this both on the train and alone, at home, studying. I love the way both of you are not pretentious and say your mind, despite the fact that this is what many Singaporeans, Singaporeans fear today. Both of you say your opinion on certain issues and justify it with reasoning. Both of you respect the other's ideas no matter – this is so, so, so gutchy. Just, I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> both of you respect each other's opinions, excuse me, ideas, and no matter what – except the fact that not everyone will agree with you and the judges will judge. And I think that I really feel comfy when I listen to Good Hang because it's really a break from conversation with your friends that make you feel so judged and you have to censor everything you say. Aww. No. Anywho, thank you for being my Wednesday pick-me-up. I really look forward to Wednesdays because I can listen to a new episode of Good Hang. You really make my week cheerier. Thank you also for your random and funny periscopes. 
Hopefully one day we get to chat for real face-to-face and not have to wait for a type reply. Haha, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> oh, thanks Michaela. so much, Michaela. Love you. I love you. Oh, yeah, man. Um, hey, like, thanks so much for that review. And, dude, told you, man, like, this, this medium, that's where it's at. That's yep. where it's at. Like, pe- people, I think, I think nowadays, especially more than anything, um, people just crave honesty and they crave sincerity yeah. because so much of the media is kind of masked in this like clickbaity oh like we're going to present <laughs> you with the truth but not really give it to you kind of thing going on so i think people really appreciate when you know yeah. it's just good honest conversation going on it, and, it and might not even be that engaging but as, as long as it's you know yeah, it's engaging from, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but as long as it's coming from a place of truth you know yeah yeah for sure like yeah. for example like um uh, I've been living. I'm. I've been staying in the ass end of Queens, like the almost the end of the line of the E train and the F train. New so York's I have like dick. an hour. What's the New York talk? Huh. I have like an hour commute into the city each day, back and forth. Sometimes longer if the express isn't running. And I've been mm-hmm. listening. To, I've been catching up on old podcasts, and it's just it's just wonderful to just, you know, like every once in a while, it's good to like you do the BuzzFeed thing. List. It's quick. It's quick. Easy to digest. But sometimes I just want to relax, decompress, and just listen to what Jason Sudeikis has to say about stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Jason Manzukis, or Louis C.K., or yeah, yeah. someone who's not a comedian, but I can't think of any right now. But yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. You just get to know them on a deeper personal level. Yep. And I think people do crave that kind of sincerity. Absolutely. But oh, yeah, thank key, you. You listen, to, um, you, you listen to Pete Holmes. His Keegan-Michael Key uh, episode oh, was so good. So good. So, so good. So, good. so um, funny. But yeah, thank you so much, Michaela. Thank you so much for leaving iTunes reviews to everyone Thanks. that has done it. Um, uh, I've got some fan stuff to go through. Yeah, yeah, so, what's that? You go ahead. So we recently had our 10th episode anniversary sort of thing. <laughs> and um, we had a bit of fan art come in uh, around that period. Um, we got some fan art from a listener named Charlotte. She drew <laughs> us a pretty little 10th anniversary thing. Oh, um, I love that thing. Love yeah, uh, we also got a bit of fan art from uh, a listener named Anson. He designed some really cool merch ideas. Um, yeah, I want like, to make that a real thing. Can we make that a real thing, Nathan? How do we do that? We'll look into it. Like tote bags, buttons, t-shirts, everything. Um, and we also got a little bit of fan art from another listener. Uh, it was a private message, but I believe it's meant for the public to see eventually. Oh, we're going to post the shit out of that, man. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, it's, it's basically the picture of John and Yoko naked on a bed but instead of john and yoko it's john and nathan it's john and hartono uh, instead of john and yoko that picture did not make me comfortable oh um, so good it but, felt so but, right hey man we've been receiving a bunch of art from you guys so mm-hmm. we figured why not start like a little uh page um especially for that stuff to go into uh so as of the next uh, by the time this episode is released um i will put up a fan page damn it a what a fan art page on our website goodhangpodcast.com so you guys can submit art through us uh, through any kind of medium twitter facebook email whatever and you'll see it up there with a little shout out just for you yeah and then I'll make Nathan sing a song to you no I won't yeah you will he always <laughs> says no but you guys know that he always says no but he always does in the end he can't help himself he's <laughs> a musician I can't help myself he can't help himself so you got any more fan stuff man Yes, I got. We got to make this a quick episode today, right? Because you got to go to a fancy, yes, fancy meeting. You go so let's to. do one more email. So this was sent to us via the web- website and sent to our email account. And this is from Alicia Bay, which sounds like okay. a place. No, yep. <coughs> and she says uh, our subject is question to cover. Hi guys, I really enjoy your episodes. Keep on doing what y'all doing. 
I really like your chemistry on podcasts, and it cracks me up how easily you can make those rapid-fire wisecracks. Shout out to John especially. Ha ha ha. Wow, that's, I actually, that's actually a real thing. I didn't make that up. Boo. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I thought this question would pose kind of funny responses from the two of you. What are your most ticklish? Where are you? Where are you most ticklish? And do you have any funny or memorable stories to share about them? See, I read this too, John. Yeah. And like the moment I read it, I had a bit of an idea to maybe try out like trying. To- <laughs> it's kind of gay, but trying to tickle each other into submission. Um, but we are like ten thousand miles apart right now, so we yeah. can't do that. We can't. Oh, do if that. only there was a bodysuit we could wear that like covered our whole body, and then we could just tickle each other virtually and sexually. That- that sounds gayer, but okay. I can't believe your first thought when you read this thing was like, oh, I want to tickle John. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be funny. I thought it would be funny to try out. Um, well, because- Nathan, well, Alicia, I have disappointing news for you. I am not ticklish anywhere. For real? For real. Anywhere. Like, not, like, not People even... People have tried. Not even the top of your mouth. Nope. Oh, nope. Eh, I don't know. Try. Let me try. Nope. <laughs> really? I just well, use my tongue. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to like... No, no, you can use whatever. But fun fact, that's the only place where you can tickle yourself. Like for most humans. That is the huh. only place that you can tickle yourself. Oh, yeah, Isn't kind that? of. I feel like yeah. I'm more, I'm more going to like vomit. <laughs> it's oh, okay. closer to my gag reflex. You no, let's see. gag reflexes. I don't know if this is just me, but do you ever feel like... Um, for example, you get a contact lens stuck in your eye. Mm-hmm. When you try to get it out, right? do you get a bit of a gag reflex? No. Well, I haven't worn contacts in like... 14 years but oh. no i can't remember ever so like when you just touch your eye and you start to bleh, like that like that's crazy yeah like if I, if I try to get it out and i try to like adjust my eye so i can like kind of you know when your contact lens just like slips away from your pupil yeah and goes into the crevices of your skull it's kind of gross but the times <laughs> when, you, when i try to get it out like i get a bloody gag reflex i don't understand that's why. crazy dude I asked my doctor friends and they're like i i don't get it but it sounds valid but like I'll try to shift my eye around, like, you know, get it out, and I'll be like, it's the worst time ever. Is it, like, a physical thing, or is it, like, a psychological, I'm touching my eyeball, oh my god. No, 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 I think it's physical. I'm very comfortable with touching my eyeball. I've been wearing contacts for a very long time now. Um, huh. But it's, it's like, when I'm trying to, like, when I'm angling it in a weird way, or, like, you know, just trying to figure out where the lens is, like, which corner of my eye it is at, like, I just start getting a gag reflex. I, That's it's crazy. Not a, it's not a disgust thing, it's a physical thing. Oh. That's weird. Yeah. No, I can't say I've ever experienced that. That's 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 weird. Yeah. Anyway, everyone, uh, listeners, tickling, try tickling. touching your eyeball right now. See if you vomit. Do it now. Don't we'll don't wait. touch your eyeball. Don't touch your eyeball. Don't do it. <laughs> touch it. Touch it. Touch it. I want you to touch it so bad. <laughs> touch it. Feel it. John, feel it. I want you to pretend it's, it's, it's me that's doing John, it. John. But, John. It's it's but, weird enough that our listeners laughed at himself in public. You don't want them poking at their eyes. It's like, oh man, that guy, the guy sitting across from me in the subway is laughing and touching his eyeball. He's so crazy. <laughs> um, hey man, that's New York. Um, yeah, man, fucking New York's weird. I love it. Speaking of ticklish, like I am, I am very adverse to tickling. Um, it used to be how my brother would shut me up when we were kids. Cause like I was very sensitive. Um, like he, he he knew like the spots where to tickle me. Like I have this weird spot on like the side of my neck, where like if you just touch it, I crumple up. I crumple up and I just can't function. Like I'll just start. It, it's not it's not a, even like a ha 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 tickle. It's more of like a that tickles so much I cannot breathe. Is it like, like you, you, have know, to, you have to stroke it or is it like? You... No no. It's literally just like if someone touches that part of my neck. If someone touches like the side of my neck, like it's 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 somewhere between like my shoulder and my ear, like that. You know, area. everyone's gonna try to do it to you now, you know that, right? 
No, but it's a very specific spot. Like, very few people can find it. But I, my brother knew where it was, and I have a friend that um, <laughs> exploits it every once in a while. Like, yeah. for example, if I make, like, a bad joke or, like, if, I, if I'm being annoying, like, he'll just, like... <laughs> Just like put his hand right there, and I'll just crumple up, and and, and I I can't breathe. Like I, a Vulcan mind meld, like a exactly. Vulcan nerve like pinch, a, a death, but ticklish. Death grip. Like a death That's grip. crazy. You, do you yeah. find that ticklish is a very intimate thing? It really is, isn't it? Because I mean, I'm like I'm trying to think of all the times that I've been tickled, and usually it's by girlfriends. Really? Right. I, I guess it's a perspective thing, but then again, you aren't ticklish. But I um, know. for me, I relate. They have tickling. looked and they have tried. <laughs> okay, and one. I'm tick. Okay, no, I can't talk about that. That's 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 too personal a spot to talk about. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> anyway, take a up the butt. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, anyway, uh, I, I don't know. I've always related to cling to like torture because that's what it's been used <laughs> on me most for. Like, oh, that's uh, yeah, you would not was, do well in war, my friend. Exactly. Like when I was a kid, like even now, like every time I've been tickled, it's been to sh- either shut me up or like get information out of me. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about, tell us where the secret base is. I'll never <laughs> tell you. <laughs> okay, 44 latitude, 55. <laughs> that's you. That's you being tortured in war. You suck. That's, that's me being tortured in war. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So that's our fan stuff. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks so I'm not much. ticklish. Nathan is ticklish in some weird spot between his neck and his shoulder or something. So go for it. Go for it. Test this out next time you see us. Just try. Just try. Bring it <laughs> on. So, John, um, uh, the last few weeks, I can't remember when we did this because it's been mm-hmm. a while. Um, and also, when you travel, time just bends. Uh, yes. But we watched a movie together. Oh, yes. We watched the movie together. And it's been a while since we've done a movie review. I think the yeah. last one was Jurassic World. The Ant-Man was after that? Ant-Man. Oh, did we, did we review Ant-Man? Yes. Sort of. Sort of, right? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the same vein of, you know, nerdy, comic booky movie-ish kind of things, uh-huh. uh, we decided to watch Fantastic Four <laughs> and review the movie. So, John, uh, I have a special treat for you. Oh, what's this? What's this now? <laughs> okay, so um, uh, unbeknownst to you, I actually contacted uh, two really cool guys um, to check this movie out. Oh, and my God. Re- Was it Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller? No, no, no. Um, they're c- cooler than them. Much cooler. Um, they are parallel correspondents. That's parallel the term I've given them. Exactly. Fancy. And they actually checked this movie out. Um, so we're going to get their perspective from it, and then we're going to talk about the movie as well. Oh, so we're not, right? review- we're not reviewing it ourselves. Oh, that's just less work. Thank God. No, no we're going we're gonna to talk about it <laughs> Oh, still. yeah, we'll talk about it. But I decided, you know, I, I, we, uh, John and I thought it could be a cool thing to do a pre-review. What? A, pre- a, a, a preview, if you will. Um... <laughs> So we are now going to bounce to our parallel correspondents, John and Nathan, from the past, approximately two weeks ago from today. Take it away, handsome guys. Thanks, Nathan from the future. You're awesome. Man, it's like Back to the Future. It's like, I'm Doc, you're Marty, and this is some craziness. So uh, the date is, what's today's date? I don't even know. The 7th of August. 1985? I don't know. We're traveling through time. It's the 7th of August. Fantastic Four just came out yesterday in Singapore, and we are going to watch a midnight screening right now. Yep. Uh, So John and I are doing a little pre-review of it. Um, You know, because I, I, okay, personally, I'm excited for this movie. I don't know what future Nathan and future John are going to say about Mm -hmm. it, but current, present time, Nathan? Yep. I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed. Uh, I, I will say that my expectations are incredibly low. Really? It's got a nine on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so hey, Future I, John, has it gone down? Gone up? Mm. You can't speak to Future John, man. You can't cross the streams that way. 
I used to cross streams all the time with my friend when we used to pee. And that's a different story. Oh, it's a different. Okay, that's a different story. Anyway, um, I mean, okay, so so far the movie has been out for a day in Singapore. Um, reviews have been questionable, but I try not to ever read reviews before I watch a movie, only because I want to go in there with like a fresh opinion. Fair enough. Um, but okay, I'm excited for this movie because I have seen so many cool like superhero movies so far. I don't think there's been a single superhero movie that I've watched in the last couple of years that I have not been, you know, more or less happy Green with. Green Lantern. Okay, fine. That was probably the last bad one. <laughs> that was the last bad one. Superman. Man of Steel. I, I, I didn't hate Superman. Oh, I hated it so much. I didn't hate Man of Steel. Okay? I almost put them on... No, there's no way I can put it on par with Green Lantern, but those... I didn't... And these are DC. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. I, I didn't hate Man of Steel, though. I, I didn't like Green Lantern because I just didn't... Nothing went in my head. Because no one did. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> I, I, I kind of trust Marvel, because even with okay, with Fox, the last thing they did was Days of Future Past, yes? Yes. And I thought that was a really fun movie. True, true, true. And before that, you know, okay, maybe Fox's track record with, you know, turning Marvel movies into film franchises, it's not the best, but they're never bad, you know? I always look back and watch them and go like, these kind of hold up. You know, yeah. I think the X Men movies hold up. Even X Men, oh, even X Men Three, the one that people say is shit. No, I think that one's shit too. I think it's not that bad. I think it's pretty shit. It's not that it's bad. It's for sure. It's it's, 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 it's got fire and ice and magnetism. It's, it's, it's shit. Okay, but anyway, okay, I Angel could, was questionable, but anyway, everything's questionable. But the fact is, look, look, this cast is amazeballs. Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, who is. One of my favorite actors from one of my favorite shows. Kate Mara. Kate Mara is She's as cute as a button. Beautiful. Jamie Bell, a very good actor. Now, Toby Kebbell, who plays Victor Von Doom and, uh, and you know, slash Doctor Doom, is actually truly, truly one of my favorite, most exciting actors. Do you know Toby Kebbell? I don't know who Toby Kebbell is. He played one of the monkeys in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. He played, uh, what's his name, Kovu, the, the bad one, the protagonist. See, can you say that he's a good actor through that movie, though? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, he's, he's also in a lot of stuff. You're watching a computer monkey's face. He's done some questionable movies, but... He was in a bunch of stuff that I like, particularly um, Control. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? Uh, Joy Division. Control, anyway, no. Toby Kebbell is a very... He's the the lead guy in the third episode of Black Mirror. I will catch that. You haven't seen that one? I okay, have not anyway. seen that one. But anyway, what I'm saying is this is a great, young, exciting cast. It's too bad they have to be in such a shit movie. Okay, John. This is a pre. This is a pre-review for a reason. This yeah. is a pre-review because we gotta get excited for it, man. You can't go into a movie thinking this. No, is man. Suck. It's strategy. I'm lowering my expectations. I'm like, this movie you, sucks balls. And then when, I don't, when it doesn't, when it only sucks dick, then I'll be like, oh, okay. Well, it didn't suck balls. It just sucked. Dick. Wait, wait, what's what's worse? Sucking balls or sucking dick? I think sucking dick is better. But if you only because okay. sucking balls, you really get like a lot of texture to it. You're right, you're right, and there's a lot of flavor down there. I feel not yeah. that I would know from personal experience, yeah, yeah. and not that it's wrong. But it's, like, it's just a much more nuanced and textured surface. Yeah. But maybe if you're sucking balls, maybe it's you're sucking dick and balls. Like you're going, you're sucking so it sucks so much that you go through the dick and to the balls, and you're so you mean everything in, everything at one go, like a big kind of yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's our review, our, yeah. our pre-review of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, and I wonder what future Nathan and future John think. Over to you guys. In the future. John, you're in America. Isn't that cool? Let, let's, let's do like the, the sparkly uh, Into the Future music. <laughs> it's harder to do when we're not in person. That's true. <laughs> Thank wow, you very okay. much, Thanks, John and Nathan. Oh, Cheers. those guys were... Very not useful. Super <laughs> handsome. Super handsome, though. Thanks, guys. <laughs> they weren't very useful. Um, but thank you for that pre-review. So that was our impression of the movie before we went into the cinema. Yep. 
And so, John, what did you think about? You know Fantastic what? Compared Four? to past John, future John, it was actually not over. Like I didn't think. Okay, okay, it was the worst movie ever, but actually, <laughs> it was better. Than, and yet, it was somehow better than what I thought it was going to be. Go figure. Go figure. I, I I kind of agree with you in the sense that it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like completely Green Lantern like, I mean, it unwatchable. Was. Oh no, 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 it was not Green Lantern terrible. Yeah. It was not Green Lantern Terrible. That's, like, my standard for terrible, see? And this movie mm. wasn't that... But it was a weird hybrid of, like, you've got good actors, you've got a very interesting aesthetic, and, you know, you had a good director behind you. Um, but for some reason, none of that came together. The movie just felt strange. Like, it just felt like wasted potential. It felt like everything was on a plate, but then someone shat on that plate and then served it into your face. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That sounds delicious. It's, 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 like, it's like having like a, a filet mignon cooked to perfection and then someone just shits on top of it, you know? It just ruins the whole yeah. thing. Although you, although you know that behind layers of poop, there is something beautiful there. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of really good... Um, I watched this really good video. I mean, it was uh, last week when I watched it. But there's a really good video explaining the, uh, the production of Fantastic Four and how it was pretty much doomed from the beginning of how... Okay. I can't, God, it's, okay, it's been it's been too long since I've watched it, but go. I'll put the link on the website. You guys go check broad it out. Strokes, broad strokes. Yeah, it's basically like the director wanted to do something and thought he was awesome and didn't properly prepare. He didn't have any of the um, the cast read the comic book or any sort of source material. Right. Yeah, it's just a disaster. And basically, okay. Marvel Studios has disowned this movie. They gave it no support, even though obviously it's a different company, right? Yeah. Different film, yeah, yeah, yeah. but or was it, is it Fox or, or Sony? I always get those fucking things confused. This, uh, this is Fox. I think Fox disowned it even more hardcore than Marvel. Marvel didn't have to do anything, but they basically just, they had crazy amount of reshoots. If you look at Kate Mara's hair, that's how you can tell. Yeah. But it was just a disaster, man. It was a terrible, it was like, like, I see what you say about the filet mignon, but it's, it's more like, um, someone took a shit, made it, designed it to make it look like filet mignon, and then took a shit on top of that filet mignon. So it was a shit. Sandwich. Just a shit covered shit shit pile. Shit, pot plate. Like so, some of the like some of the things are stupid. Okay, we're gonna have to spoil this here, but you guys don't care because either you've watched it, you know it sucks, or you've heard that it sucks. You're not gonna watch it, or whatever. But it's terrible. we're gonna yeah, we we watched it because you don't so you don't have to. So yeah, we we do the hard stuff, you guys. We watch it, so you don't have to. But okay, so we get in the movie. Okay, they're all kids, which is a little bit of a change. I don't really mind. They did that with the Ultimates, no huge deal, right? But then we go about an hour before they get their powers, maybe. I think even more than that. Man. It felt like at least it seventeen hours. Yeah, it felt like an unfantastic four hours before they got their powers. Then they get their powers, and what's the best part of getting powers in movies? In, in uh, comic book movies, they learn how to use the powers. They harness the powers. They practice. Instead, in this movie, we get a one year later a fucking jump Fuck cut. Needs a jump. Why? <laughs> fucking Miles Teller, okay. uh, Miss, Miss Reed Richards on the run. The other three are like. You know, fucking in the... Ugh, so stupid. Okay, to, to, to me, I actually kind of enjoyed the movie up until that one-year jump. Like, and I use the word enjoy quite liberally. I, I, was, I was with the movie. I guess that's a better way to say it. I was with the movie. I kind of dug the aesthetic. I dug the pacing. I, was, I, was, I thought it was interesting how they were taking a slightly different approach to it. But then they did that one-year-later jump cut. Like, somewhere, somewhere like, towards the one-hour mark, they do a one-year-later jump cut, and everything's changed, and yep. you don't get to see any of that cool origin stuff happen, and it's just like, what the, what, what, 
the fuck? Did you not shoot any of that? Do you not have a movie? Did you well, not storyboard it look, properly? My thing is, if you want to do that one year later thing, start the movie at one year later. Yes. Like, do yes. flashbacks of, like, how they got their powers, whoopie to fucking do. But it's just a disaster. Okay, and then, so after the one year later jump, there's, like, 30 minutes of, like, where's Reed? Let's find Reed. We need him to find out how to get back to the negative zone, whatever. They get to that point. They go to the negative... Is that what it's called? The negative zone? I don't know. They, if called, this, they called it something else, but they I can't remember. They called it the parallel universe, whatever the fuck. They yeah. go there, and then Doctor Doom's there, and they fight Doctor Doom, and it's just... It, dude, it just... And it's like, oh, God, it was so bad. Doctor you know, Doom's move? costume was probably the worst thing. Oh, it was so bad. And I yeah. love all of these actors from top to bottom. I love them all. Particularly Michael B. Jordan. He's like he's like a young Will Smith, but edgier. He's great. He like, to me, he's he, like the Michael yeah. Jordan of acting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For, for me, I, I, I want to get out of the negative zone here, John. Hey. If you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Yeah, Fantastic, um, Nathan. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I still agree that it was not a great movie by any means. But it had something there. It just seems like something in the production went wrong. And Joshua Trank, the director, did send out a tweet on opening day. Oh, yeah. Great tweet. He basically, he deleted it ever since, but he basically said, one year ago, I had a fantastic cut of this movie, but you guys will never see it. I guess that's life. And, you know, I don't know, that just makes me think that something went up in production. There was some disagreement, there was some miscommunication between you the gotta producers ch- just, and the directors Nathan, and the when studio. We, when we sign off, you got to go on YouTube and look at Fantastic for something. And fi- basically, okay. everyone's blaming this director guy. Apparently, he's an asshole. Apparently, he and Miles Teller were stoned all the whole production. Okay. Which is not good. And this guy's basically... He's, you know he was uh, scheduled to direct one of the Star Wars um, anthology movies, right? No, not so anymore. No, no, no. I, think he, I think he was slated to direct episode 8, dude. Really? Well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> he basically got fired. And, like, it's crazy because yeah. he's, like, 31 or something. He's really young. Yeah, yeah. And, like... That's such a waste. Yeah. He did, he did direct Carnival, though, which I thought was a fantastic movie. I still think it's a great movie, but apparently it's, it's going to be the last movie he, last good movie he ever directs. Hey, man, he can always pull an M. Night and just come back from the dead or get into TV. How the hell has M. Night Shyamalan come back from the dead? Wayward if Pines. If anything, Pretty, he's gotten deader and more dead. Wayward Pines, dude. What's that? Ah, oh, okay, so he's currently, the, he's currently the showrunner of a new show called Wayward Pines, um, and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, but is he directing any of them? Um, he's the showrunner. He directs a few episodes, but he pretty much runs the show. Like, you know how TV shows are. Sometimes they get guest directors in, but he's producing it. He's running the show. He had a lot to do with the creative process. He's basically well, he like... He didn't write it because it's based off of the book. Exactly, Ooh, exactly. But he's like, he's like the Vince Gilligan of the show, basically. Well, not um, really, because Vince Gilligan wrote it as well. Oh, uh, true that. Well, they, I, I did watch the series and read the book, and he did take a lot of liberties. Anyway... See, the problem is you can't, you can't cite a good showrunner who didn't write, write the show as well. Joss Whedon wrote all the things he did, basically. Aaron Sorkin. All, even Damon Lindelof. Like, you, there's yeah. like, but anyway. Uh, oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's, my, <laughs> that's my ginger ale coming back up. Yeah, no, this yeah. sounds interesting. I really like the cast. Matt Dillon, Carla Cagino, Cagino, Cagino. 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 Shannon Sossaman, who I love. And Taryn Howard. Melissa Leo. This is a crazy. Juliette Lewis. This is a crazy cast. Yeah. Anyway, complete sidebar. But anyway, just saying, you know, you're not you're not always dead forever in Hollywood. You know, I, Joshua yeah, Trank. Yeah. But this dude sounds like he burned a lot of business, a lot of bridges in the business. That is so. True good that. luck to him. 
So that was our review of Fantastic Four. So what would you rate this movie, John? I gave it an unfantastic four, unfantastic negative four stars no. out of ten. <laughs> no. Negative four stars out of ten. What I would give it a 2.5 thing underpants out of ten. Yep. Still <laughs> upset that thing had no underpants. He's just walking around with his negative balls. His little stone dick. Yeah. I will say that the costume is... Like, okay, let's talk about the good things about the movie. The costumes are pretty cool. <laughs> costumes were pretty cool. That's about it. I did like that they used the costumes to control their powers. That was stupid. But on a purely surface level, the costumes looked okay. Except Doctor Doom. Oh, except for Doctor Doom. God, that was terrible. His was shit. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump into the bulk of this episode. This book of this episode of uh, Good Hang Nathan has got to be what you've been up to. Because we've been up to a lot of stuff. Let's so do it. play that music. When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? All right. Alrighty, what you been Ooh. up to, man? I mean, what, you, what, yeah. what, what you been up to? What, what I been up to? What you been up to? I always go first. You go first. Okay, <laughs> what, what you been, up, been to? up to? I have a lot to talk about, so you, you go first. Okay, okay. So I am currently... Um, in Taiwan, Taipei, yeah, you are. Uh, just for some meetings, just checking some stuff out over here, yeah. talking to some uh, industry people. Ooh, uh, fancy you know, speak. Just, just exploring options, things like that. Um, but don't be worried. Do not be worried, guys. I'm still going to be making music in Singapore. Um, You're not going all Taiwan on us. You're not, gonna not going to Taiwan away, Taiwan away. <laughs> terrible pun, John. Um, but yeah, I've uh, been don't traveling me, a lot. Don't make me tie you up. These are more Thailand puns. Yeah. Yep. Not, anyway. not any better. Yeah. So you're taking meetings, like, is it for, like, uh, what, can you talk about what it's for? Is it too early, early days? Mm, what, what's going it's, on? It's, too, it's too early to talk about, because I feel like if I talked about it right now, it would just worry people. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's still early. Um, but, yeah. Um, I've been traveling a whole bunch. Uh, I was in Jakarta, like, three days ago, and I'm here now. I've been here for about two days. Um, but dude, man, it's it's just been tiring. Traveling wears me out so much. Ugh. Like, I, I'm I'm used to traveling. Like I'm used to flying around. But the things it never gets less tiring. You sure, know? that's like, every why time we I get fly off a business plane. class. What? That's why we should fly business class from now on. Oh, dude, I wish. Like I've only ever taken first class once in my life, and that was because um, a gig was paying for it. Oh, um, good deal. But 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 it was a first class flight to Jakarta. To like and, an hour flight. <laughs> yeah. Like I know this is freaking fucking first world problems over here, but like um it was a first class flight from Singapore to Jakarta, so it was like an hour an hour thirty minutes. And with that short of a flight, first class starts to feel a little bit intrusive. <laughs> because like the intrusive. whole thing like the whole difference yeah. of first class is like the service. You know, you get much better service, you get people that are very attentive, they uh-huh. call you by your first and last name. A little bit creepy, but okay. Hello um, Nathan Hartono, welcome to first class Nathan Hartono. They do that? Well, they go like Mr. Nathan Hartono. Like the oh. the yeah, they they, they learn your name and everything and like is it, this is on SAA, was it? Yes, and everything's catered to you. Everything's. I know that this is the more I'm talking about this, the more it sounds like fucking first world problems. But oh, quit apologizing. Um, Just tell your fucking story. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> Because the service is so attentive and it's amazing, but in an hour and thirty minute time span, it just feels suffocating. It's like, <laughs> like stop it! I've had enough champagne. Also, I'm like twelve. Like they're constantly coming to you and like going, "Oh, would you like this? Would you like that? Can I help you with this? Can I help you with that? Can I do this and that and that and that?" Like, bless you, first class attendants. <laughs> but 
Oh, I just want to sleep. <laughs> I, guess, I think it's a personality thing because I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, you can rub my foot." <laughs> I don't think they go there. that. Actually, actually, I think they could. I don't know. I've never tried. But you've um, never asked for one. Is that what you're saying? You've never, never asked, asked for, for an SAA flight attendant in first class to give you a foot rub. Nope. I you're probably like better that, off for it. That could lead to harassment issues. Um, nope. But yeah, I'm a very low maintenance guy. I enjoy my time in economy, and um, I'm like every flight attendant's dream customer. Because all I do when I get on the flight is I sit down, I fall asleep Sleep. from takeoff to landing, pretty much. So do you not get the food? I lo- um, I'm, I'm one of those weird people that love airline food. I love it. I, I, let's love talk it. about that. In, let's talk about that in a second. But yeah. um, I, I I skip it sometimes, like depending on like whether how long the flight is. But if it's a short flight, I usually skip it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I just sleep like a rock. Like, sometimes the stewardesses get a little bit worried and they think I might be deceased. You, what, do they check your breath? Like, they'll just start poking me. <laughs> they start poking <laughs> Like, um, but yeah, I, 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 knock, I just knock out on a flight just from the get-go. So I'm a very easy customer. I don't ask for anything. I don't get the food. I don't do whatever. Fun fact, John, here is a very, very fun fact for you. Yeah? Um, in relation to airline food. Did you know that on... Not not maybe not budget airlines, but better airlines that you know you can order stuff and like get drinks and stuff. You know how sometimes on some flights you can order instant noodles, like cup noodles. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact for you: air crew hate it. They absolutely hate it when you order instant noodles. Because Hazard a guess why? Because they they they're, they burn themselves ninety nine percent of the time. No man. So this fascinated the hell out of me. So this okay. is why they hate it when people order instant noodles. Yeah, what, what's, the, yeah, what do they got against instant noodles? Yeah, whoa, whoa. No, 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 I color me intrigued, Nathan Hartono, Mr. Nathan yes. Hartono. So this is why. Because, um, first of all, they need to like look for it because it's in the cabinet somewhere in a different part of the plane. And they have to go dig it up, look for it, prepare it in a different way as opposed to just giving you a tray, right? But that's not uh, where it stops. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they serve it to you, because you're in this enclosed cabin and the air is just constantly being recycled, you open it up once it's cooked and the smell wafts throughout the air and the smell just spreads to everybody around you and like, just like flies, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, more and more people will start ordering the instant noodles. Oh, that's mm, instant noodles. And this <laughs> process just goes on and on and on and on and that's why air crew absolutely just hate it when people order instant noodles because they know the moment someone topples that domino everything just falls down. Well, that's like the moment, <laughs> exactly. The moment one person orders it, they just know because the smell will just waft throughout the air. <laughs> and like, if someone in the first row is eating it, the person in the freaking last row is going to smell it just because that's how, like, you know, that's how strong the smell of instant noodles is. That's crazy. Yeah. But dude, um, about airplane food, I'm yeah. one of those dudes that love airplane food as well. Right? I it's dig so it. I, it makes me feel like an astronaut. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> I want to yes and you, but uh, I just, I just weird. dig, I just dig how like it's you know it's a nice little package. It's so neat, and you know nine times no, out of ten, that I'm it's super not into. Terrible. Yeah, like the compartmentalization I, of it is re- like I've never eat like a th- I rarely rarely unless I'm like in a real fancy restaurant I rarely enjoy like a three course meal, but like I'll eat it whatever I want to eat when I want to eat it right. But an airplane, yes. I'll be like yes, I will start with the bread. Doing the bread course. Mm. And then I'll have three bites of the salad they give me. Mmm, delicious. And then I'll have I the main it. course. Mm-mm-mm, eat that up. And then I have whatever. They usually have like two desserts, right? Usually like a <coughs> like a thing dessert and a fruit. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, fancy. I just had five course meal, 30,000 feet in the air. Fancy. Uh, How fancy I love it. I? I love it when they give you ice cream at the end. 
to yeah. give a bonus. I love it. I just want to like, oh, thank you so much. Like, it's rare. I think who that's gives why, that ice cream? That's pretty rare, actually. Who, who gives I think that ice that's cream? Why, I think that's why um, uh, SIA does that and mm-hmm. a bunch of other airlines. Like, I think British Airways does that as well and some mm-hmm. American airlines. But I think that's why, like, um, I don't know about girls, but guys in general really dig stewardesses. Because, like, <laughs> there's something about them, like, nurturing you, taking care of you, providing you with food, giving you some little bonus ice cream at the end. Just, oh, it's just like, ah. Oh. And you. plus, they're usually super sexy. Hey. That that does not hurt. Yeah, mm. but you know, it goes beyond the sexiness. You know, it goes beyond like the, the 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 outfit and the hair and the makeup. I think there's something to do with like the fact that they're giving you food. It's, and, there's like, an edible thing going on, probably. And right like there. yeah, and like ice cream treats and complimentary champagne and things like that. You know, and they give you a blankie if you oh, ask yeah. for it. They tuck you in. And, and then if you're ahead. taking too long in the toilet, they knock on the door and ask if you're, everything's okay. Oh. And you're like, go away, I've seen a couple more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the flight attendants out there. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, I, I forgot what I was talking about. Basically, I've been traveling a bunch. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been good times. Had a gig in Jakarta, here for meetings, and finally going to be able to get back to Singapore tomorrow, actually, a oh, day great. before this episode is released. Good. And um, Finally, get to work, working on some new songs, getting them out there. Ah, so no pressing right. gigs at the moment. You're not nothing to shoot, nothing, nothing. Just kind of just freelance musician, man. Yeah, man. I'm That's just cool. gonna be recording some stuff in a little bit, just to you know, it's been it's been a while. Okay. But that's cool. what I've been up to. What you awesome. been up to, man? Oh, I've been up to a lot of things, Nathan. Oh, lots oh. and lots of things. Oh, well, oh. so obviously I flew out, flew out too, and I don't know if you aware, Nathan. Except I know that you are because you're there. But Taiwan had a lot of rain dumped on it recently. It had a shit. Mm. It had a pretty bad typhoon. Yeah. Um, what was it called again? Typh- uh, typhoon started with an S. Oh, terrible. But, I can't um, remember. It was a weird ass name. It was like usually they ha- they give it like women's names, which I find kind of mean. But <laughs> this one had a really weird name, like so, like S- Sinestro or some shit. Like so- yeah, Typhoon Sinestro. Uh, like so- Soledad. Something like so- that. I remember it was like. Uh, whatever. Anyway, so I flew EVA Air, which uh, goes through Taiwan. It's pronounced pronounced EVA Air. I I say E. What did I say? EVA? You said EVA. (laughs) You spelled it out. No, they actually say EVA Air. I used to to say EVA Air all the time. Oh, for real? Yeah. Welcome to EVA Air. Yeah, it's EVA. Which I don't know why they do it because they have the perfect acronym. It's just EVA. Yeah. EVA. But no, I promise you they insist on EVA. It's annoying. You don't fly them when you go to Taiwan? Uh, no, I fly Scoot. <laughs> okay, cool. Shout out! Shout out to Scoot. Dude, ass. Scoot, Scoot has cheap-ass flights, man. Yeah, I can imagine. Shit. If you if you get them on Tuesday mornings between the times of 7 and 9 a.m., I swear this is not a sponsorship, guys, but yeah. if, you get, if you go to their website from 7 to 9 a.m. on Tuesdays, they have crazy cheap flights. Wait, wait, you have like, to buy it at that time or you have to fly out at that time? You have to buy it at that time. What? It's like they, they call it like Morning Glory Tuesdays. I got a ticket two times, like, oh, um, well... One way is ninety nine bucks, and uh, wow. coming back is yeah. But coming back is a little bit more expensive. But still, yeah. But still, that's yeah. crazy. Anyway, I flew there on. Um, I left. I left Singapore. F- uh, left Singapore Saturday at one o'clock, or at least I was supposed to. Fuck. I left. I was scheduled to fly out at one o'clock uh, because of the typhoon. I got delayed. They like okay, first delay will be about uh, maybe six o'clock. I was like, oh, that sucks. Uh, and then they, then they like, oh, no, 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 we're hearing something. Oh, no, your, your plane is delayed till 9 o'clock p.m. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go, I go from Changi Airport, I go to downtown east to watch Mission Impossible 
uh, Rogue Nation, which is way, way better than Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. Come back to the airport around 5, 6, whatever, just to kill time there. See that my plane is delayed until 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Fuck. So what do I do? I go home. <laughs> I catch up with some friends who I didn't quite get to see before I left. Went back to the airport at like 5 o'clock. Go through, do my security thing, go through the immigration. As soon as I get through immigration, I see my plane is delayed till 9 o'clock in the morning. So I have like four so hours. Wait, that, that, that makes it a total of how many hours now? Like so 1 p.m. hours? 20, yeah. So 1 p.m. to 9 a.m. the next day, 3, 4, 20 hours. A 20 hour delay. Oh, wow. But let me tell you something, Nathan. I have never once in my life gotten travel insurance. I barely even know what it is. <laughs> but, but coincidentally, the friend I'm traveling with just told me to get it. And I was like, it's only 60 bucks. I uh-huh. have now, because of that delay and because of the delay in Taiwan, I think I got like $600 back. Sweet. Of insurance. So boom. Fuck yeah. You got like, 600 like like in cash. Yeah. They're going to get um, me a check. It's, I think it's a little bit less. But like you get a certain amount of money if your flight is delayed by six hours and then every other subsequent four hours, it gets you get more money. If you miss a connecting flight, you get a lot more money as well. So that's I a beautiful thing. Pretty penny. I think it was maybe closer to five hundred, but still pretty good, right? Dude, side note to that: mm-hmm. um, I went for a trip to London once over Thanksgiving, a fairly short trip just to visit friends. You know, I, I went from Boston to London um, yeah. just to visit some friends and stuff. And on the flight back, um, they were overbooked. They overbooked the flight, and I couldn't get I- in. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. That's happened to me yes. before, yeah. And they basically said, would you like to maybe try for a seat or would you mind giving it up and getting some money in return? And I thought about it for a second. Like, I guess I don't really have too many pressing things to do. I don't mind like getting some cash in return. Like, why not? I'm not in a hurry, you know? So I said, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll take the delayed flight. So I was... That was gross, John. <laughs> so I was... What I was, was gross, Nathan? Nothing. You couldn't hear anything. <laughs> I so, I was, so I was so I was delayed by six hours in the airport in the London airport, but they gave me five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds? They gave Damn. me five hundred pounds. And here's the coolest part: since it was a fairly short trip, like a four, a four, a five day, four night trip, I mm-hmm. spent about five hundred pounds. Yeah. And Free it was amazing. I was like, I was like. Sweet! All they paid for was the air ticket, and I just, it felt amazing. I like that so was the best six it, hour like, delay. Five hundred pounds is about what a thousand Singapore dollars, a little bit more. I have no idea. Um, some, some I think that. it might be less. I don't think it's two, right? I think it's like it one point eight I, something. I remember pounds in US dollars used to be one to two. Oh, so that's my oh yeah. Anyway. But anyway, that's cool. Yeah, my, was, I go. It, um, it, it, I did that once too, from Singapore to Manila. But I really milked them. They were like, "Okay, we overbooked. Can you please?" And they're like, "Sure, I'll." Give you. They gave me. They gave us. Cash, which in the equivalent of like the whole ticket, they just gave us money, which was the same price of the ticket. Um, they gave us vouchers on duty free, and they let Let's us see. stay in the first class lounge. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah but that was like that, that was like the best six hour delay ever. You know, just chilling out, Dose. going to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant in the Ugh. in the airport and everything, just hanging. That was but the yeah, exact man, uh, opposite of my <laughs> my delay sucked balls. Yeah, but see, I, I, I feel like home. this this delay was it was like a force of nature kind of thing. You couldn't really yeah. help it. It wasn't malfunction. It wasn't overbooking. It was just the yeah, fact yeah. that it was a freaking gigantic, really, 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 really nothing you could do about it. And that's why everyone was yes. relative. Like people were like pissed, but not yeah. because of like the situation, but more how the airline was handling it. They they didn't. Thank you, aiming your camera at my face now. Now I can see stuff. Yeah. Aim at your face. Anyway. Um, so, like, people were cool. They weren't, like, um, overly pissed off. People were quite understanding. But they were really angry at the fact that the airplane was not communicating with us. 
like, for example, if you searched up our flight, it would be like, on time. We're like, no, it's not. It's delayed hours. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. when it came to, like, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, it was like, the plane is currently on its way to Taiwan. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It landed safely yeah, yeah. right on time. No, it didn't. Right? No, I, I think a lot of that was because literally every flight to and from Taipei, or no, yeah. Taiwan in general, was just out of bounds. Like, totally. No, nothing. Totally. And here's the thing, dude. Like, I understand why. I'm currently in Taipei right now. I'm on the ground, and I'm seeing the aftermath of this shit. Mm-hmm. I bet it's crazy. It's, it's bad, man. Like, uh. th- like trees are completely just broken. Um, there's, like, pavement where, like, the trees are uprooted, and, like, the wow. pavement is just destroyed. That's insane. Um, there's just, like, debris everywhere. I th- like, yeah. Yeah, right now, tap water is okay, but for a while, tap water was just disgusting. Um, just murky and, and muddy? Yeah, yeah. But here's Ooh. the funny thing. Uh, one very interesting thing came out of this typhoon. Um, so in Taiwan they have mailboxes one red one green for overseas and local mail right okay over the course of the typhoon um, these two mailboxes on a specific road in front of a 7-Eleven were bent by the wind or I think something might have hit it or something might have fell on it that okay. caused both mailboxes to just bend they just the from they went from straight up to maybe like a 45 degree angle okay and I know this just sounds like whatever, right? But, dude, these mailboxes are like the new celebrities in Taiwan. I walked past it the other day, and I was like, what is that queue? Why are people queuing around the block? Like, what is happening? And I just looked around. I looked, like, around from far away. People are fucking queuing up to take pictures of these two mailboxes. Wait, okay, wait. So there's only one pair of mailboxes in Taiwan where it bent? Or is yes. it a bunch of different ones? No, no, no. Just this one pair of, of mailboxes. They have these mailboxes all around the city. The but But this specific pair... They they bent from the the strength of the typhoon or yeah. something hit them or something I don't know what but people are queuing around the block to take pictures of it. If you guys uh, we're gonna post pictures on the show notes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you if you Google like Taipei mailbox, you'll see it. They're That's calling insane. it. Yeah, they just call they 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 have names even like Xiao Hong and Xiao Li, which is what red guy and it means red guy and green guy basically oh, the, the mailbox funny. colors. But you know, it's like these bent mailboxes have become like local celebrities. It's See, we got to get on this, Nathan. We got to write like a TV show, uh, make make them like the new. We got to make the new minions, the Taiwanese minions, red guy and Dude, green guy. We 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 might not be the first to be there because <laughs> people have people have made like merchandise for these of course they have. like stickers, have. buttons, uh, handphone cases, freaking keychains. Like these guys are are everywhere. Wow, that's crazy. It's pretty funny. Anyway, yes, back to back to New York. So yeah, so uh, after a lot of delays, a long delay in Singapore, a long delay in Taiwan, and let me tell you, man, it's good to have a sense of humor sometimes because like <laughs> I was just like we were, everyone was in line and everyone get really pissy, and I was just doing my best to be a jackass and just making everyone laugh and everyone keep everyone cool, and because I was like you know. Once I got to the transfer desk at Taiwan, I was like, oh, this is my situation. I really need to get into New York because I have to take classes on Monday, blah, blah. They're like, oh, we'll do our best we can, sir. And I'll be like, you know what? Also, I like first class. And I started flirting with a girl. Like, oh, uh-huh. She was like, um, oh, you're such like the green guy. You're so cute. And then she was like, okay, we can't give you first class, but I can give you an exit row on the next flight out. I was like, perfect. Boom. Four hours later, I was on the plane to Taiwan, uh, from Taiwan to New York and Eventually, like 50 hours later, I arrived here. I'm staying at my cousin's place in Queens, in Jamaica. Jamaica, Queens. Nice. And I've since I've gotten here, I've gotten like nine hours of sleep. Because <laughs> I'm just... That is beautiful. It's insane, man. And I got here in hey, just man. in time for my uh, first uh, improv class at the UCB, which is 
the best thing ever, man. Love it. I want to hear so more good. about that. I want to hear more about this. Yeah, I've been trying to get to this. Okay, so um, UCB, for the y'all, the y'all, all y'all out there that don't know, is stands for the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. It was started a couple years ago by Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, um, Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Matt, 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 and one more Matt. I forgot his name. That's terrible. Oh, but anyway, these four Bronger. comedy giants. What's that? Matt Bronger. Oh, Besser. Did I say that already? No. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's terrible. Anyway, so these four guys who are like giants of comedy, I'm sure, I guarantee you've seen them around, especially Amy Poehler. She's blowing up. They, they specialize in long-form improv. Like, a lot of people will know short-form improv, which is like basically whose line is it anyway, uh, just games, blah, 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 tag in, tag out, freeze improv, um, letting someone be your, the hands while you put your hands behind your back, shit like that, right? Long-form improvi- improvisation is a whole different ballgame, you guys. You basically just start out, two people or more, you just, whatever it is, you get, you get um, ideas from the audience, something to motivate you, and you just go. You just act out a scene, and you just find ways to be funny, and there's different techniques, and it's been, it's been so eye-opening. I can't believe I've done, done this sooner, dude. It's just right up my alley, and I'm having so much fun. Nah. Aren't you jealous? Are you jealous? You little jelly jelly? I'm super jelly. Like, you gotta do I'm, it, man. You gotta do it. It's so fun. You gotta do it. Well, okay, here's the thing. Like, I'm I'm just jealous. Not because... Okay, like, improv is not quite my thing. Like, I've never seen myself as a comedian or an improver. Or, or just... I've never gone for an improv class in my mm-hmm. life. And it's not quite my thing. But the thing is, I just love learning new shit especially yeah. in like especially in the creative field totally. like going for like going for like a music master class or like a freaking like um production class or whatever it is like or, or improv classes whatever it is like you think sometimes that you're kind of stuck in a, a loop or a rut or like a creative kind of cycle and then you go for these classes or you go for one of these master things and it just opens up a completely new world that absolutely you dude yeah. that is exactly what i felt i felt kind of humbled by like to experience how little I knew about this thing and how, how wonderfully open I could be and, and learn all these new things. Cause it's like, yeah. you're exactly right. It's like you get in a loop, you get in a rut, you get in a cycle, you do the same shit over and over again. And then like you open, you open this, this door that you didn't even know was there. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, yeah. look at all this shit I can learn and all new ways I can express myself. So yeah, the UCB, the training is so much fun. Like I was in this intensive class. So usually you take, um, a two hour class once a week or a three hour class, excuse me, once a week for eight weeks cram uh-huh. that all into into six days so oh, i've been wow. doing two-day classes and it, it goes by quick because it's just so fun it's just you sit around and you Wait, say so, yes so, and and you be funny and it's great so three hours for six days longer so like monday tuesday monday tuesday and wednesday was two days of oh, each day had two sessions so it was nine o'clock to four p.m oh, wow. with a one-hour break but i'll tell you time flew by like that because 9 a.m to 4 a.m in one in one room sounds like torture and that's a whole day of class dude like a whole like high school class nine to four basically but no yeah. i tell you man time flew by and it helped that everyone was cool like i was the oldest person in the room by a margin including the teacher i think i was slightly older than the teacher Oh, wow. Or maybe we're the same age. But, like, these kids were, like, from high school and college, and I didn't get any of their young person references or the songs that they sang, and it sucked. It's like summer camp. It was like summer camp, except I was some retarded old person. <laughs> 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 but it was great. It was great. It was great. Everybody, and, um, here's John. He's special. Hi. Say hi to everybody, John. I like lamp. Improv fun. <laughs> yes, and... <laughs> Dude, it was great. And I watched all these shows at the UCB for like free. And god damn, it's so funny. Have you ever watched a show at UCB? I have never been there. Have you ever watched the long form improv show? 
I I'm unfortunate. No, I've seen them on YouTube, but never live, and I feel like they're two completely different things. Ah, uh, yes, actually, but it's not overly different. So, guys, if I'll put this on the w- website, remind me, Nathan, go to YouTube and check out Ascat. It's the name of the show that started the original. You start that stars the original UCB um, cast with Amy Poehler. And stuff. It's just so funny, and you can just see like everything's made up, and they're so freaking fast and so freaking funny, and they find the mm-hmm. game so quickly, and they play it out so well. It's it's wonderful. It's so good. That's amazing. Okay, and then and the last thing, last thing, last thing, last thing. So also, I've eaten a shit ton of food. Uh, I think we'll <laughs> talk about that a little bit later. But I, every time I come to New York, which is fairly often, I was here in January, I'm here again now, I always watch a bunch of shows, right? Yes. Because I love me some Broadway. Uh, watch musicals, straight plays, whatever it is I get my hand on. Uh, this time, I watched one and only one show, and that's because it was the best show, and also because the tickets were super, super sold out, and therefore super, super expensive to get. Man, okay. I watched Hamilton. The new show from Lin-Manuel Miranda. Have you heard about this show? I have not. Dude. Okay, first of all, it's the biggest, uh, most sold-out show to come by since Book of Mormon. Okay? Okay. That tells you quite a lot. Yes. So, are you... Do you you ever watch or listen to In the Heights? No. Okay, In the Heights is is the show that Lin-Manuel Miranda did first. Um, So, he's a a second-generation American. His parents are from Puerto Rico. And Mm. he's... From New York, and he has like he's all steeped in hip hop and rap culture. He's a he's a brilliant rapper, right? Mm-hmm. He did this show a couple years ago called In the Heights. Got a lot of good critical acclaim. It was about uh, a group of people hanging out in uh, Washington Heights in New York, a largely Puerto Rican, which is kind of unheard of because like Broadway is so whitewashed or whatever. Got yeah. a lot of good reviews. Brought rap to Broadway. Blah blah blah. Cut to um, just a couple years ago, he started. He went on holiday. Lin Manuel Miranda did. He went on holiday and he brought the biography of Alexander Hamilton with him. Do you know who Alex- Nathan? Do you know who Alexander Hamilton is? Just no. Nope. It's okay. I am it's okay. Clueless like the thing. you wouldn't know it because you're not. You weren't from America. Not a history buff like I am. Okay, guys. Okay. Uh, Alexander Hamilton was one of the founding fathers of the United States of America. He fought in the Revolutionary War as uh, he was very young. He was the aide of George Washington. He was the first Secretary of the Treasury, and he's on the ten dollar bill. That's Alexander Hamilton. Oh, in that, show, that right? guy. That guy with the wig and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Crazy killed. Hair. He was killed in a duel by the by the sitting vice president of America, of Thomas course. Jefferson's vice president, and that's his kind of his legacy. So, <laughs> this guy, Lin Manuel Miranda, rapper, hip hop writer, amazing all around dude, wrote a musical about Alexander Hamilton because when he read this biography, he basically found out that. Alexander Hamilton was an immigrant to America, came from the West Indies, was the bastard child, didn't know his father, came to New York and tried to make a name for himself and succeeded. That's I mean, it's a, it's very badass, but very applicable to the times. It mirror, yeah, kind yeah, of mirrors yeah. himself, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, I'll, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put uh, a video on YouTube, uh, a video from Vimeo on our website. Check it out, guys. It's like an eight minute long video that shows some footage from the show, but it's... People wearing colonial era clothing, just straight up, no irony, just straight up what you would see in like a movie like The Patriot with what's, Mel Gibson. What's, what's the music like? Dude, the music is unbelievable. What's the like, style? It rap. Oh, for real? Dude, there's That's no dialogue amazing. in this whole show. It's all rap and hip hop, some Motown. Oh, it's that is so amazing. good. You'd be into it, man. You'd you'd like it, I think. That is amazing. So people are wearing full colonial like clothing, red coats, blue coats, and like women are wearing corsets, but they're just rapping they're rapping at each other and the the lyrics are so clever and the melodies are so great and 
I gotta tell you, man, this is such a this was such a rare opportunity for me. I was blown away by the show mm-hmm. because usually, especially for me, when you watch a Broadway show, you 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 know the show back to front already before you go there. You know, okay, like you know the lyrics, you know the story. I went in here knowing nothing except that this show is going to be amazing. That it's been incredibly sold out. That's been very well reviewed, very well received. Yeah. And I didn't know a single lyric, and I just sat there on the edge of my seat the whole time, just blown oh. away by this show, listening super clearly because you had to or else you wouldn't follow the story. And I tell you, man, I wish all theater could be like that. It was so good. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I, I kind of go into most uh, theater shows with very little knowledge of what's going on. And sometimes that can be good. Sometimes that can be terrible. Mm. Like um, last time I went to New York, I caught the musical If Then, uh, the one that uh, yeah, I... Yeah. Adina Menzel. Uh, yeah, um, starting in Adina Menzel. Uh, Kit and Yorkie, yes. right? S- same team behind Rent and everything. Um, similar behind team. Rent? What? Did you say Rent? Yeah, similar team behind Rent. Well, no, because like, John, John Larson wrote Rent. He's dead. Similar. Aren't there like some people... Like, okay, so, no, 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 people okay sorry, sorry. so Kit and Yorkie is uh, the same writers as Next to Normal, right? They did the show, right? If then. Fucking hell, yes. Next to Normal. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, and sorry. then it was starring... Yeah, Next to Normal. So it was starring Adina Menzel and Anthony Rapp from yeah. Rent. Was it there directed by Michael Greif? I have no idea. It but probably was. That's the thing. I, I walk into most theater shows being completely clueless and just being blown away most of the time. I say most of the time because there was this one time where I just felt like a complete alien. <laughs> I watched the Rocky Horror Show. Oh, and you live. <laughs> yes. And I have no knowledge of the show. I've never seen the movie. I have never read any of the materials. I, have no, I don't know any of the songs. Nathan, you don't, know, I, you don't know how to do the time warp? I don't know how to do a time warp. It's just the jump to um, the left. I came in... And a step to the right. I, I wish I could riff with, with this on you, but I don't know the song. Um, anyway, sorry, yes. But, yes, I watched this show, very out of context, no idea what was going on, and people showed up in costumes and shit, yeah. and people were standing in the aisles doing the dances, and they knew every single word that people were singing along. It's such an I interesting felt, group that, that, yeah, that got locked into Rocky Horror. I felt like I just walked into like a fucking clan meeting. Like I was out of <laughs> my element. I did not know what was going on. Musical I felt clan like meeting. I felt like I was not supposed to be there, and that like Wait, who, everyone who just wanted you to me it? out. Like, did you just go by yourself? You I went with my check out? I went with my sister. I went with my sister who was equally as clueless. You guys and just thought this was a thing to do. Exactly, you know, because because we got free tickets somehow. I can't remember oh, okay. how. Oh yeah, I got I got invited. I got invited to go watch it. Took my sister along because she likes theater as well. But neither of us knew what was going on. I was just like, okay, <laughs> people 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 dancing in costumes and knowing every single dance move and every single word. I just it just felt awkward, man. I would like to not check because, it out one time. Not because it was a bad show, only because I just felt so alienated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, be, you'd like talk about a pee out of a pot or whatever the fuck. You must have been like. Yeah, <laughs> that must yeah, have been, just, that uh, been yeah. crazy. I feel sorry for you. Are you are you okay, yeah. Nathan? Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. I've gotten mm, over. Traumatized. It. I've had years years of therapy. Um, but yeah, but in general, like theater out of context that you don't know about is sometimes some of the most magical experiences ever. Dude, just because yeah. it, it's like watching a movie that you don't know the plot to. Like you just get everything is a surprise, and you just go like, really? They're doing that? And oh oh oh, they're doing yeah, it well. And yeah. that's cool. The set's cool. The actors are great. Yeah, I don't know, man. It but sounds it, like you're having the most, like inspiring time over there yeah dude it's it's i can't i'm just so happy here and then i'm off to alaska soon and i get to see some friends i get to polar bears maybe see a grizzly bear but like dude new york I, I i miss new york i love new york and all the food is so good did you get any halal guys 
No, that's the one thing I didn't get. I got it last time. And oh, come on. I was okay not to. I, I didn't go to the MoMA because I usually go when I go to the MoMA, but this time I didn't have time. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know... Which is probably all York, of you, let's, let's say. Well, I, I, think, I think some of, some of you guys out there are, are, are vaguely aware. Yep. But there is a food cart in New York City that's open in the evenings called Halal Guys. No, they're open all day now. They're open all day now. Yeah, because the last time I went, I went at like 9 o'clock in the morning. Sweet. There was no, there was no but, line. But yeah. Um, they, they basically serve chicken on rice with some pita and a bit of this magical yogurt sauce. And it is a dream. Like, you it's know good. those times. You know those times when you're hungry at like eleven thirty p.m. and you just want to be terrible to yourself. Like in Singapore, you would grab a McSpicy. In sure. New York, you would grab Halal Guys. It's just ah, oh, it's magical. But that's it makes the thing, me so though. Happy. I mean, you could say that about so many different foods here. Like, like it's oh, it's two o'clock in the morning and you're in the city. Oh, you can get Halal Guys. You can go to Cat's Deli. You can go get a Crift Dogs. You can get a slice. You do, I did, oh, I've done all those things. Halal guys over cat's deli any day. I'm sorry, John. It depends on what mood Halal you're in, really. Like, either way, you're going to come out for like, I'm never in the mood for, like, pastrami. Th- three pounds and, of meat in between bread? Yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's just too much. I want carbs. I want dirty carbs. Dude, I've eaten everything. I've eaten everything. I've eaten, I went to, I went to uh, Peter Luger for the first time. Oh, Have you been? I don't know what that is. No. Oh, Peter Luger is, like, a world-famous um, steak restaurant. Uh, probably, mm. if not the best, the most uh, famous in the world. Like, you walk in, and there's, like, a bar on your left. On your right is a wall. And on the wall are these, like, um, framed printouts of their Saget Awards. Best steak restaurant. They had it every year since, like, those are awards. Those are awards given out specifically by Bob Saget to restaurants. Yeah, Bob Saget. He's like, yes. he's like you're the best, motherfucker. Yep. Yeah. Go watch Full House. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> and sorry, America's you know it's, funny and you know what? It's my fault. Because actually, I, think it's, I believe it's pronounced Zagat. It's Zagat. Like the wrestler in Street Fighter. That's that's No, Zagat. I meant the Thai fighter. <laughs> Who's it? Zangief. See, I get those guys confused. Anyway, the so Zangief they've been voted Zagat. best steak restaurant in New York every year since like nineteen eighty six. It was del- it was it was good. I think I overhyped Man. myself for the for the restaurant, but it was still damn good steak. That's never good to overhype like a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to like be surprised like like a movie or a theater. It's always nice to be surprised by yeah. a restaurant. Like unassuming, like ooh, steak, yummy. Yeah. Uh, but I, it sounds like your diet is going very well. Oh, John. it's going to shit. I, I've actually, <laughs> I, I, which it's okay. That was planned. I wasn't be like, oh yeah, keep my diet going. Fuck no, fuck you, diet. But I've like <laughs> visibly gotten fatter. It's really annoying, actually. Off the horse. Yeah. It, is it? Doesn't it suck how fast it is? Like yeah. I've been gaining a bit of weight since fuck. I stopped filming as well. I've been I've been gaining a, a teensy bit of weight since like I stopped filming because I just kind of not worked out as much and I've been traveling and just been bad with my diet like mm-hmm. not much of a diet but just been bad on eating and like it sucks how fast it is like it's you annoying. work fucking like three four weeks for like a very slight visible change and you can just destroy that in three yeah, four you, days because you know what it is because you don't when you lose fat you don't destroy the fat cells the fat cells are still there they're just empty of fat so it's very easy for your body to put fat fat back into it I hate it, it sucks so bad it almost makes it not worth working out but <laughs> Man, I got a tattoo to get, so I got to get back in shape. Yeah. Okay, when you get back, we're going for more runs. Yeah, I can. We're going for more booby runs. Yeah. Fuck you, fat cells. Yeah. So if you guys oh, didn't see, we, we wrote boobies in uh, in GPS when we went for a run. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I need to I need to get back on an exercise regime too, man. Yeah, Shit. It's terrible. It's terrible. I need to stop eating. Look, there's General South's chicken right in front of me. 
<laughs> so good though with fried rice it's so good uh, I gotta tell you though man I've discovered this place um, in Chinatown where they serve one dollar pan fried pork dumplings and it's so good oh, it's called prosperity dumplings and I was like and then after that my cousin and I went for a show at the UCB grand prize of the, uh, the grand total of the ticket five dollars so I was like man if I was living here I would take a chick to prosperity dumplings jump on the train go over to the UCB watch a show and get laid and then grand price uh, grand total for this date to eleven dollars including the t- the, the uh, subway fare uh so dude speaking about food uh i don't have much time today i got i got a boat in like 10 minutes yeah you gotta go to a meeting you fancy spancy bitch yeah but speaking about all this food it's been a while since we've done some proper food talk yeah it's been like an episode or or, it's been like a whole episode almost (laughs) it's been one episode (laughs) we didn't speak about noodles the last one but hey dude since you are in new york you know the land of hell's kitchen and so much awesome food everywhere let's talk about the favorite thing of this week let's get into it yeah let's do it so john what is this week's favorite song. thing so good so- <laughs> <laughs> okay so basically guys nathan and i are gonna i set this up just so i could talk about one specific place because this week we are talking about our favorite thing favorite burgers boygas burger burgers yeah, I got a hamburger. I'd gladly trade you a burger today for a burger tomorrow. I don't know what I'm talking about. Favorite That's hamburger. Popeye. That's the dude from Popeye, right? Yeah, exactly. Mr. Nathan Hartona, what is your favorite hamburger, and where do you get it, and what's on it? Ah, uh, Okay, so for the sake of listeners, I'm going to name one local place and one place out of town. I'm going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. So for the place out of town, for me, the best burger I've had is still In-N-Out, dude. Like I know it's it's a big cliche, you oh. know, but it In and Out is the Californian um uh, fast food chain. I don't think they've expanded much beyond California. I think they opened Nevada. in one other state. Yeah. Is it? Uh-huh. There's one there's a couple in Vegas. Yeah. They they they've opened like in other states, but in terms of expansion they haven't done a lot of it. So they're not a gigantic chain, but that means good stuff because the quality control is very high and they put out a good freaking pod product. Like it's just an amazing basic double cheeseburger with all the works, lettuce, onion, tomatoes, sesame seed bun, all that good stuff. A bit of their secret sauce. Animal oh, style man. sauce, you mean? Animal style sauce, dude. In-N-Out dude, I gotta tell you, is... In-N-Out, fucking hate it. I hate In-N-Out so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. But In-N-Out burger for me is like, that's a tight burger. Because for me, like, I know burgers are supposed to be about all about the meat or whatever. No, but dude, for me, it's, can be it's whatever more you about... Want it to be about. But no, In-N-Out no, but, is not But here's good. the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. A lot of a lot of I think a lot of Asians in general, when they talk about a good burger, they're looking for like how much meat can they get? You know, the more mm. meat, the more value they get. Okay, I money, see where you're getting. Et cetera, yeah, yeah, yeah. Et you're going with that. But yeah. for me, I, I, I've, I, the like that's why like you go to all these like gourmet restaurants, they give you burgers where like the burger is fucking the size of your fist, and it's just weird and unwieldy. <laughs> for me, a good burger is when all the pieces just come together just right. You know, the freaking grease, the bun, the toast on the bun, the crisp on the lettuce, the tartness of the tomato, the little bit of mustard in there, the onions. Ah, it's just, it's a beautiful, Just like with anything in life, man. Any food, anything in life, it's all about relative portions, man. The amalgamation of just beauty. Exactly. ah, All that good stuff. But, okay, okay. Um, So I mentioned a couple times. So, okay. So, In-N-Out, yes, it's in California, and I used to live there. And when I was a kid, when we visited California, In-N-Out was, like, the best. It was, like, the best. And I remember having super fond memories. 
And when I moved to California, I was like, oh, my God, I can have In-N-Out whenever I want. And I went there, and I'm like, what happened to my burger? <laughs> like, I, like, Did you I, go to a bad outlet or something? No, no, no. I, every outlet I go to, it's, it's the same. And, I mean, the burgers are okay to me. But the fries yeah. are terrible. They taste like cardboard. Oh, no, no. The, 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 fries are, the fries aren't great. The fries aren't yeah. great. But I think the burgers are pretty damn good. I have to give them another shot. But, dude, like, I don't know. I just never clicked with them, I guess. I don't know. Well, okay, I, do, that, I, do, that, I do like that they have a secret menu. And I love that yes. you can put as many patties and as many cheeses if you want. Because you call it what, a single <laughs> and you get a double. You get a double-double. You can get quadruple. Someone uh, got like 50 meat patties, I think. There's a photo of it yeah. on the internet. You like can a see. Tw- like a 20, a 20 by 20. 20 by 20. Um, oh, crazy. Uh, but yes, uh, so that's my international uh, go-to burger. Yeah. For local burgers, yeah. uh, it's actually a place in Orchard Central. Mm-hmm. It's a place in Orchard Central called uh, Kilo. Oh, I, I think, don't know this I th- place. Yeah, yeah, I think they have one at uh, Kampung Bugis as well. Is it, is it um, in the ground floor of Central? No, 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 it's pretty high up there. Oh. It's, it's a weird spot to get to. If you Google it, you, can, you should be able to find it. But Orchard Central, fucking, I hate that mall so much. It's so <laughs> hard to navigate around. Whoever built that mall, go to hell. It's you, you can't find anything. I don't know why people open things there because you just can't find anything in there. <laughs> like it's it's just you know how malls are supposed to be open concepts. If you can see, like you should be able to stand in one spot and see everything the mall has to offer. This yeah. mall is the opposite of that. You stand uh, in one spot, you see a wall. You yeah. stand in another spot, you just see another wall. It is it's like a terrible. Maze. But is it it's worse than, than uh, Cine Leisure? I hate that thing. I hate how they make you fucking walk around the fucking whole thing. I'm just to, I just want to go to the movies, okay? <laughs> yeah, that that that's pretty bad. But see, with Cineleisure, at least you can see what the place has to offer. It's a yeah. pretty open concept. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see from the fourth into the first floor. Uh, whatever. I, I I know the second to third story elevator is kind of annoying. But, dude, Orchard Central, I hate that mall. Anyway, anyway. Kilo. Kilo. Kilo Orchard Central, they have a smash burger um, that is... Basically, what I think is the equivalent to an In-N-Out burger. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know, John, you might hate the In-N-Out burger, mm-hmm. but you know, let's just speak to personal preferences here. If you like In-N-Out burger, or if you would like to try a taste of what an In-N-Out burger might be, Kilo at Pack, uh, Kilo's, Kilo's Smash Burger. Okay. Pretty damn good. I, I, will, try, my I will try it. I'll try, I'll try it, baby. Warning! Warning to all you burger people that think it's all about the amount of meat you get. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of meat in this burger. There's a good amount, but not like you know a fucking fistful of meat. You know, it's it's a it's a proportionate size of meat. So don't expect like one of those gourmet things where the meat is just like towering. Like it's like I hate it when the meat is thicker than the patty. That makes no sense. Thicker than the bread, you mean? It's sorry, sorry, the the bread. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, know. It just depends. Those, it just depends. Like those are those are my places. Okay. My places then, oh man, Nathan and I have a straight up like East West Biggie vs Tupac thing going on because oh. where Nathan picks In and Out, I have to go with Shake Shack. Respect, respect. Fuck, Shake Shack is so good, and like I can't even like, it's a burger. It's got lettuce and tomatoes. It's got some cheese. It's got I, but I don't know what it is about it. But the meat is so succulent and delicious, and it's just so flavorful. So, whereas you like proportions, I, I mean, I agree, it's got to be right, and Shake Shack proportions are just right, but there's something about the meat. It's what always I remember. It's just like the most, deli- it's just the most delicious thing. It's and pretty, it's pretty, pretty It's pretty damn awesome. good, my friend, and they're expanding, and I think, I don't really understand the stock market, but apparently they're expanding, and you can buy stocks, and I think I can, might become a millionaire by buying stocks in them. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta figure that out. But yeah, and the Shake Shack, they have really good milkshakes, which... Which, mm, uh, thick shakes. Yeah, yeah. But me, I always just I always go with a nice Coke because I always like when it's like nice and rich and fatty. I like the acidity of a, of a cola. 
to yes. go with it. And then you no, have a burger, fries, a burger, a burger plus a milkshake from Shake Shack is what Singaporeans call gelat. It's a super gelat, dude. I'd be gelat all yeah. day. I'd be like passed out and just yelling <laughs> out gelat, Shake Shack, maybe gelat, let it. Uh, yeah, but you know yeah. what's fucked up is because I don't what? know if it's a New York ordinance or if it's just their style, but they put the on the menu of Shake Shack. You can see the the dish, how much it costs, and how many calories it is. And um, you're just, why, I hate that they do right? that. Right? That's a terrible you, thing. You know, you can't be ignorant by choice, my friend. Like, if they went up there, I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I'm about to eat 1,500 calories. Yeah. Okay, let's and do the, this. And the, 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 the milkshakes are, like, sometimes higher than that. 700, 800. Yeah, they're high. Jeez. The milkshakes are fucking high. Yeah. But, dude, I, I respect that choice, man. You forget I grew up in Boston. I not yeah. grew up. I, 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 I went to school in Boston. <gasps> I, I grew up in Boston. Boston. I mean, I was there for like a year and a half. Whatever. <laughs> no, I, I I went to school in Boston, and they had in my second year there, they opened a Shake Shack. Oh, did they really? Nice. They opened a Shake Shack like a train right away from me. And oh. dude, Shake Shack doesn't mean burger, but here's the thing: they do a pretty crazy shroom burger as well. Oh, the the vegetarian thing. The vegetarian. That, that's the I only place yet. where I would actively order a vegetarian burger you can, you can get, you get like a you can get one that has a veggie the veggie patty and the meat patty sorry I interrupted you go ahead the shake the shake the shake stack yeah. but to all you um, stupid vegetarians out assholes. vegetarians out there or maybe vegetarian haters you know whatever it is vegetarian burger at Shake Shack is a giant portobello mushroom topped with cheese and then Ooh. fried ah. so when you bite into that fried patty you get a bite of juicy mushroom and like a slop of melted cheese just comes down and it's so good. it's a beautiful thing and, and, and i always like, i always get the shake stack uh no i just i always get the double like by by just religiously because i also got the hot dogs one time and they're they're good they do a Chica- like to differentiate themselves they do a chicago style hot dog so there's like yeah. tomato and like celery salt and, and weird shit on it and it's good i mean it's yeah. good but just get the burger and you'll be so happy with burger. life they open one at the airport so get one on your way out oh, i'm going to fucking newark dude like <laughs> oh boo and I'm going there in like a couple hours my flight's at 6 o'clock and it's gonna suck oh. I don't even I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a $100 Uber I swear to god I have to take a $100 Uber to get there <laughs> oh jeez so that sucks but anyway anyway. Um. so you, you did a local and an international one I will also give one you guys if you have not been to brunch at PS Cafe and gotten their brunch burger you are missing out my friends you had this before Nathan? I've had this before dude it's it's, it's delicious a good burger USDA Prime Chuck it's not like, and then it's like, ugh, and then it's a cheese, a fried egg, an onion ring. Um, I think there's like fairy dust and magic on it. It's so good. They put a little bit of cocaine, just a little bump. Just a, just a little, little bit of a little dusting of cocaine. Yeah. Right and they, 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 also, they also put it like around on their truffle fries. Yeah. That would make that's sense. What makes them, I think that's why it makes them so damn good. That would super make sense. Every time I order the truffle fries at PS Cafe, I'm like, this portion is too big. And then at the end of the meal, it's gone. this portion is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. It's, they, dude, they yeah. give you a fucking basket full of fries. They give you more than you think they would. It's and ridiculous. then you just eat them all up. Oh, God. Wait. Just, whoa, I, just, I, just, I just thank the stars they don't put their calories next to their menu. If yeah, they you, did, I would burn that place down. But I don't know, man. I kind of like it. I like, it's, I like it's like taking ownership of what your decisions are in life. <laughs> when I order a plate of truffle fries, I, I do not want to take ownership to any of the, those decisions. Can you imagine? A fucking truffle fries is you take potatoes, you fry them in oil, and then you take them out and you douse them in oil. And then you truffles. douse them in cheese and oil. If you're a crazy man, yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. I want some truffle fries. Yeah. Anyway. Some pecorino. Yeah. 
Dude, speaking of proportions, holy shit, I went to watch um, a movie here. I went to watch Inside Out because for some yeah. reason it's still not in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, it's coming out next week anyway. But I went to watch yeah. um, Inside Out and I went to get uh, popcorn and Coke, as you do. And yes. dude, I was like, okay, can I get uh, can I get a medium popcorn, medium Coke? He was like, yeah, sure. Uh, for a dollar extra, you can get a large. I was like, okay. And it comes with free candy. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then No diet? Yeah, but dude, like the popcorn was fucking huge. It was like the size of my torso, like not even my head, my torso. It was huge, and the coke compared was the size to, like, of my head. Compared to like the Lido popcorn, like in Shaw, like the Lido popcorn, it's like, up how there. Big was it? It's bigger. Oh jeez. So I'll put. I took a photo, and I'll, I'll post it later. And um, it's funny because like um, so I went to I got the popcorn, I got the giant coke, which by the way I got half coke zero, half cherry coke, and it was the best thing ever. So huh. it's only half the sugar. Yeah. So only 50 <laughs> teaspoons of sugar. Because, okay, I put my thing down. I got my napkins, got my straw. I was about to put salt, but actually it was fine. Then I was just like, look how fucking big this is. And I took a picture of it on my phone. I'm like, you can't really tell how big it is. You can't get a sense of things. So I, like, put one of those little Coffee Mate um, cups that they give you. Uh-huh. You know, if you order coffee. And I put yeah. it on top of the Coke just to give proportionate size. And I took a picture. It's just ridiculous. Jeez. Yeah. You can see that photo in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. Man, you, I ate maybe, like... An eighth of the popcorn. Like, there was so much left over. I was like, fuck, I feel so selfish. And, 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 oh, can we just send this to Africa to all the hungry people? <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, uh, dude. Okay, so, I'm sorry to cut cut this off, but I got, a, go. I got a bolt. 12 o'clock. I got a bolt. Um, but, dude, uh, sp- speaking of Inside Out, let's do a movie review of that next episode. Yeah, because you just watched it too, right? I did, but yes. I feel like it's a bit too early to review it now since it's not out in Singapore yet. Yeah, um, that's not fair. <laughs> So let's 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 do like a review of it next episode. Just teasing yeah. it a little bit. Um, it was good. Spoiler! Spoiler! spoiler is an amazing movie. Very very much enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. All right, um, man. But, so time to go. Do you, you know what I realized what? Um, over this episode, John? Mm. I I might not have to look at your face ever again. This actually kind of worked for me. Yeah. Wait. What? We we're we we're recording. <laughs> re- <laughs> we we're recording remotely, and we usually record in the same room, like in my home studio um but for the first time this episode has been recorded over skype yeah and we're just recording it independently and it kind of kind of yeah, works yeah. I, mean, I, I, I never i never have to, to smell it back, you but I, so far i'm like this is totally fine i never have to smell you again oh so your loss <laughs> my loss i'm just spend money um, to, i don't have to spend money to go all the way to your fucking house that's all the way off bukatima at number one <laughs> nope no, no, no let's not no? do that again okay, okay okay let's not do that again um but thank you listeners very much thank you for uh being a part of the good hang gang thank you for sharing us on gang. facebook on twitter on itunes all that good stuff oh we're also on soundcloud i forgot about that sometime uh but thank you guys so much for uh you know, just being awesome, giving us content, uh, just talking to us. Thank yeah. you so much for being a good hang. We'll see you in next week's episode where we should be in the same room. I think again. so. I think I'll be back in town to record. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that before before we hang up, Nathan. Anyway, so guys, coming to you from the greatest city in the world, Taiwan. That's Nathan. I'm just kidding. And this, <laughs> no, coming to you from the greatest city on earth. If you haven't been here. Get here and watch Hamilton, eat some pizza, get a bagel. It's great. I'm John. I'm Nathan coming to you from Taipei. Yep. It's been a good hang, guys. The home of Mr. Red and Mr. Blue. Oh. <laughs> it's been a good hang, guys. Have good a good hang. week. Bye. I think sucking dick is better. Mm-hmm.